Welcome to Legendary Lend Podcast. I'm here by obligation. Otherwise, I'd go back into my hole and cry. <laughs> it was not fast this time, and neither was TSM's defeat, but we'll get to that later. Oh. So, so first we're gonna... off, we're going to start with the 50-minute game. No, first we're going to start off with the question we always start off with. How was this week, Anthony? Uh, Anthony, how was this week? How are you emotionally? How are you spiritually? Uh, are you looking forward to Worlds? Uh, <laughs> I'm just, just tuning you out, man. What just, is it, two years in a row now? I'm just, I'm just thinking of the good is old days. Is it two consecutive misses? Nope, I don't know what you're talking about. Dude, that's crazy. Anyway, uh, a 15 minute game. just got a massive combo with Rek'Sai. Oh, man. Uh. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, we're going to talk about a 50 minute game now where oh, Wild Turtle had 640 something CS. I was so tired when I started watching this game. And this game, like, I, oh, I'm surprised. Man, that's not I a good s- game for when you're sleepy. I was, I was, I got to the end of this game and I'm like, I watched that whole thing and I remember nothing. Cause it was, yeah, this game I wouldn't was remember really anything. Fun. I was awake though. Can um, I be honest? I was awake and I don't remember anything. Cause it was like 55 minutes of borderline in action. Oh my God. Just who farms like, who farms that long? Uh, Just, Oh. AD carries in a vacuum. <laughs> I guess. How many kills was in this game? 12 12. 24. 24 kills in 55 minutes! That's not a lot. Oh my god! Holy shit! That's not a whole heck of a lot, my man. Oh my god. I'm just. Why? Uh, so yeah, I don't really I, remember a lot about this, like much of this series, I think. Dude, literally, I don't remember this series or even CAGCLG. I don't. <laughs> but this one, I just remember being like, why is this game taking so fucking long? Yeah, I did. I uh, just, I don't know why it took so long, and I just don't know how how FlyQuest. Wait, did FlyQuest win this game? No. No, I don't think so. I didn't think so. Yeah, I just didn't understand how FlyQuest didn't close this game out after. They seem to have something of a lead, from what I could tell. Like, looking at this gold graph, it seems like they had a lead the entire time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, you just didn't close with a massive advantage against Gangplank. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. So, uh, I think from the series, what I really gathered was that Flyco was, was a lot more impressive than I thought they were. That, like that I thought they were going to be. I thought they were just going to straight roll over. I I, I predicted them uh, to go. You were not 0-3. kind. To, whoa, you were not kind to them, and I don't <laughs> think I was either. Uh, you were. <laughs> I don't think anybody was. Everyone's like they're not winning. It's yeah, not even to be fair to them. us, they were playing very poorly. But I uh, did call them three one for clutch. I did not get. I did not have them getting clapped out completely. Um, unlike I, someone. <laughs> Unlike someone who joined the rest of the world in their rational thinking. Listen, I just don't call three O's. I just feel like this validated my thoughts that Tom Kench is really bad. (laughs) Just, you're wrong. And I have a game later to prove to you you're wrong. It involves a Kog'Maw, seven kills, and zero deaths. Wait, what? How does that prove that Tom Kench is good? Tom Kench was a support that game. Still? How does it prove that Tom Kench is good? TSM's draft was garbage. We were getting ahead of ourselves by like eight games. I think, no wait, that's 11, 10 games. We're getting ahead of ourselves by 10 games. First of all, they had a lot of dive on that comp. That should kill the shit of a Cogmore. No, anyway. they didn't. What the fuck are you talking about? They have fucking quirky Kaisa. No, no, no. We'll talk about it when we get to it. So, okay. So game two, FlyQuest whip out Renekton, and Renekton beats the ever living fuck out of Aatrox. Hang on a minute. Is this giving me blue side as advantage every time? Game two, FlyQuest had gold advantage too and still lost. What the hell? What the hell? I don't. I don't understand FlyQuest. 
How did- how did- hang on, hang on, they lost a game with a 10k gold lead! Did they really? What the fuck? That's really bad, by the way. <laughs> it's really hard to do that. No, 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 Clutch Gaming won game one, okay. Yeah, I know. Okay. How do you lose- no, 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 they won this game. I'm crazy, I can't read today, boys. You're really dumb. I'm really, really dumb. That's what I'm learning from this, is you literally can't read. I was, like, sleeping. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I actually watched uh, the back half of the series after I woke up, but I wasn't paying attention. But, Viper's Riven was crazy in the last game. Viper almost single-handedly 1v5'd that game. Almost. The key, the key being here, almost, because he, he doesn't have a single fucking kill. And, uh, no. th they have five kills, it's all on my boy they Wild Turtle. They also put mid lane, and they put Young Pobelter on the Karma top, our favorite pick. Um. So, so I think Wild Turtle actually really showed up this series. Like, yes. especially by comparison to the rest that. of the teams. And with, uh, the TSM results being what they were, uh, I get this feeling that Wild Turtle may or may not end up moving over back to TSM by the end of the year. No shot. No shot, really? Not no shot, low sh Low chances. Low chances? How how come? Because they're not cutting Sven. Uh, who said Sven's re-signing? Why would not, why wouldn't he? Why would he? <laughs> Fair enough, actually. <laughs> hang on, hang on, let me see. Uh, when... Wild Turtle's contract is up with America. Thieves Cloud Nine Kills you Fly Quest. Wild Turtle 2022. Never mind. <laughs> they might buy it out. They might. They might. And if they were gonna buy out an eighty carry, I'd assume it's gonna be uh gonna be Wild Turtle. That or they're getting forgiven. But uh yeah, I guess I I think that he's totally on the table for them. I just think that Wild Turtle's been seemingly in one of the only good parts of FlyQuest this split. So I like like he's kind of a I don't I don't know he's a high he's a high value target for all, all, everyone. So I guess they would want to they could try to get him, but he's in a contract until 2022. So it's up to FlyQuest discretion as to whether or not they want to let uh Turtle go. And it looks like Turtle's very ingrained in that uh Yeah, no shit he is. He's one of the top players. <laughs> it's not about being the top player, it's that he's in a lot of their like promo stuff. Like That's uh, true. La last year at Worlds, he basically went there and just started interviewing people at, at near random. Like just <laughs> Like, he'd just go to fans up at near the stadium and ask them some questions. He would go talk to other pros about the game and stuff. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I don't see much of the... I don't know. I guess the only other person to look at is Santorin. What did... Or the other people. I mean, Santorin. What did Poe Belter and Poe Belter? Because they're the only other people I could see any moving on. Viper doesn't seem like he wants to move either. But... I digress. Do you want me to go on the next series? No, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, I literally don't remember anything. Anything? You... I, okay, very little from this series do I remember. Ugh. Dude, I just like, after the fucking what happens next, I just lost all recollection of this fucking weekend because I lost my goddamn mind. So, what happened? <laughs> insane. What happened the first time that these two teams met is that Clutch Gaming went up two games, it happened again. Then, CLG reverse swept them the first time. They won game three in this series, and boy was I ready for it. I was ready for them to get reverse sweeped like nobody's business. But, just didn't happen. Just mm -hmm. didn't happen. And game four came around, and I, I just, I don't... I don't know. I guess the draft seems okay, but they just they just couldn't pull it off. No, oh, I just I, I think I think people he picked a lease, and I don't like a yes. lease. 
I think You're Elise incorrect. is crazy. awful. You're incorrect. No. She has some bad matchups. Uh, yeah, like Skarner. Skarner and Sejuani. She has some bad matchups into the two most meta junglers, but they other picked, than they that... They picked Elise with, with Sejuani up. I'm not saying that that's a good idea. <laughs> they picked Elise with Sejuani. I would rather play Zach over Elise. Just, no way, dude. why not? Because... No. Why not? Which game is this? Uh, game four for for CLG. Like this is, I think, I honestly, I think that uh, Elise is one of the big reasons why they uh, why they they lost that game. Like I just she, they didn't seem to pull a lot of early pressure out of her, and it just seemed like that's fair. They picked they picked her into Skarner, who doesn't give a shit. Against Aatrox, who also doesn't give a shit. They also and, have no frontline. And Kiana, who has three dashes and doesn't give a shit. They also have no frontline. It's like, pick a tank. They have three. They have. They have so like little real damage to get through Sejuani. Just pick Sejuani. It's a, It's up. She's the number one jungler in the league right now. Like what the hell? Though. Oh. No. Uh, also talking about junglers, the, the Nocturne pick in game three, that I thought was actually really good. And it really destroyed Lucian. Because Lucian just kind of couldn't do anything. Anytime he was somewhere, he got caught out. And it's like, you got three targets that you can grab up from with Nocturne. I guess you can kind of say Zaya's hard to pick, but even Gragas you can get, because if he blows his uh, body slam on you when you go in, you have your spell shield up and he's not going to hit you. Just... Nocturne was a great pick there. That 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 was the only good time I think the good thing I saw from uh, Wiggly this whole series. The rest, That's the fair. rest of it, I'm just. Oof. Did, you, did you also pin the blame on Wiggly or? Uh... No, <laughs> I've been the. I don't even know, dude. I literally no. I I mean, cause dude. It's Zeke's not like everyone else on his team was going crazy. He bought Zeke's Convergence in game two, and they had Ziggs mid. That is bad. I will grant you this. And they had Silas. I'm pretty sure they last picked Ziggs mid into Silas. That's bad, but I don't think Wiggly is to blame for this series. Then who is? Remember when Rune went three and six on Jace and stopped showing up as a top laner? Uh, that was bad. One six one. Oh yeah, I remember that Hooney. Let's go. Um, I don't know. I they just none of their players, frankly. I mean, sticks they did okay, but a lot of their players that had really performed super highly in the regular season or in the last few uh, series didn't seem to show up in the same way that they had been, which I think obviously hurt them very badly. Alright. Right. Um on the I don't Like I'm literally not kidding you. I wish I had more time today to rewatch some of these games. I remember almost nothing about this series. <laughs> I just it it looked like CLG thought they had a read on Clutch, and then it turned out that Clutch could just outskill them and it didn't like the read wasn't good enough. That's true. Cause they it's not like Clutch pulled out anything. New, short of the Renekton, which I wouldn't consider new because I think anyone should be able to play Renekton into Aatrox. Like, I, liter I literally mean anybody. Even me? Sure. You mean any top laner or any anybody? anybody? I, mean, I mean, anybody should be able to do it. It doesn't mean that they're going to do it. Just, just, just let me go with my thing. Like, like nothing new came out of here, I, except for, I guess, the Narway. Did they play the Nar day one against FlyQuest? Yeah, they know. played they played the Renekton against FlyQuest and the Nara against FlyQuest. Was I looking at that one? Uh I was looking at that one actually. The Renekton game wasn't the series. Oh. But it's not like they pulled out anything new with Aurelia, Gangplank, Aatrox, and Nar. Like There's nothing new from Clutch. Everything was very standard and very readable. And they probably should have had plans for all of this, and they just didn't. I just... 
it just the Ziggs pick was out of nowhere. Uh, the Lux pick was okay. Was like okay for clutch, but uh, I don't know. I felt like that's just an e easy way to get camped by a more aggressive jungler than Sijuani if they could pick it, but they didn't. Yeah. Like, like you, you can kind of play aggressive, but you have a zero against that, so you're not gonna get a lot of, not get a lot of pressure off of that. So yeah, I guess. I I guess I could put this a lot on CLG's drafting. Short it of, wasn't the best. Short of the Nocturne, I think a lot of it was really like trying to tr trying shit that they thought might work, but wouldn't. Like they played Nar into Aurelia game one. That's not a good matchup at all. Like no, Nar that Nar doesn't sound it. No, Aurelia is a really good counter to Nar because she has really good gap close. As soon as you're gonna run out, she can stun you through the through your transformation and then combo on. It's so much damage, and you're so squishy when you're not on uh, Mega Nar. It's it's just it's just, I just I don't know. These these drafts felt really weak to me. Though, though then again, I can't really. Like, say what I would do better, especially in the bands. Like, all of their bands seem relevant to Clutch Gaming. It's just that I feel like their picks just didn't feel, like, uh, yeah. up to that level. No, I see what you're saying. I don't know. The picks did feel weird. Like, I don't hate Elise, but I do think Sujuani is a better pick. Uh, especially when your team doesn't have a front line. I don't think Zach is bad. I'm still okay with the situational Elise, but, like... That was a weird pick, and I completely agree with. Uh, LOL, I know this is the other team, but LO fucking L at Lucian Top. Um, what, which team is this? That's CG. Okay. What did they pick? Oh, the Ziggs. It's fucking so dumb, like you mentioned. And honestly, I don't even think the Jace did that well. They they, they picked Ziggs into Silas. Jason to Aurelia's. It used to be a skill matchup with old Aurelia. But what about now? With new Aurelia, I think it's Jace favored early ish that we they nerfed him a lot so it might be back to skill but it's a really favored late either way because you can Holy just dodge shit, they the didn't get a single kill in the first game i forgot about that yeah it was almost a perfect game except for that one drake they got that's really bad yeah. oh that makes me sad let's move on to something that makes you sad Aww. um so now we have to do the thing that i'm here to force anthony to do anthony we have to analyze Clutch Gaming versus Team Solo Mint. A strong start for the boys in black. They came TSM out swinging. lost to a team that picked Pantheon Top. This old is old Pantheon, Pantheon Top. top. Old Pantheon Top. Not <sighs> even the new one that's really annoying. The old one that's really annoying for other they reasons. They gave them Sonatom Kench. And they picked Xyrakon into it. I'm going to be honest. They being, to qualify for those who don't know, he means... Clutch Gaming picks Rakan, and then it goes to TSM, who picks Sona Kench, giving Clutch Zyrakan in for free. That's what Anthony means. Because you're just using they and then oh. a lot of confusing voice there. I just, I, do, I feel like TSM's bot lane should have just got smacked so much harder. And I, like, they were. It didn't down. do that good. It really didn't. No, the bot lane did not do very well that game. And to be fair, that was a game where uh, there was like three, uh, it's like two hundred farm from Sona to Zaya. And even if you add the other two together, he's still like a hundred farm up on their bot lane. He's eight and two into a four five. Like Cody said, was not the problem for them this game. No, no, I would blame the 25-minute timer they put themselves yeah. on and drew the game out to 38 minutes. What the hell? What yeah. What the hell? At Cody least... Sun is, is never really the problem. He's one of the best players. Look, look, at least they built Pantheon, mo like, really... I don't want to call it tanky because he didn't really have any tank items, the but they, they put a lot of health on him and a GA to make sure he kind of yeah, lives a little longer. Assassin. It's just that... Why? Imagine if he'd gone full assassin and how angry you would have been. I would have died laughing, especially because they drew the game out to 38 minutes. But why are you playing Pantheon with Zyra Khan into Sona Tom Kench and not hard diving bot with that ultimate constantly? That's the only way you win that game. Excuse me. Is by destroying Sona Tom Kench. And I still don't think they did it. 
and they just let Azir and Jace and Sona, Tom Kench, and uh, and Sejuani outscale Pantheon, Silas, and Nico, who are all mid game or early to mid game champions for the most part. And then Zyra Khan is the only real late game power on them. But like, it doesn't matter if you can't do anything because they have Tom Kench and Rakan can't. Rakan doesn't do that good into Tom Kench. And yeah. Azir, it's like, wait, wait, wait. What's happening? Why why isn't their bot lane down 10 kills by by 20 minutes? If that didn't happen, you weren't winning this game. Especially because you only had five more minutes after that before Pantheon becomes irrelevant. It's just... Who picks Pantheon? Who picks old Pantheon? Uh, I, I didn't even like TSM's draft here because the Jace top just made no, me think shit. why. And then d the Jace top ended up winning them the game. Okay, I'm not saying to say it wasn't shit. It just wasn't very good. <laughs> I wasn't a huge fan of it either. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the pick, but the but the results were that it ended up winning them the game. Well, he played that chase crazy. Oh, he he basically single-handedly secured them Rift Herald with a really good uh, shockwave. QE and then autoing the... Yeah, I mean, he played this this game extremely well. I almost said this series, L-U-L, by the way. And then we got game two. Walk me through game two, because we're still in Anthony's happy place. They picked Elise. And I'm still thinking Elise is garbage. Tell me who you mean by they. A clutch, clutch picked Elise. Thank you. Well, not everybody <laughs> might know, dude. Clutch picked Elise, and I'm just like, why? Why would you pick Elise? This makes no sense. Well, who, who on earth picks Elise when you can pick anything else? You can pick who picks so Elise many when you things. can pick a not Elise. Oh my god, I'm just. Why aren't you picking fucking Trundle here, man? I don't get it, but I'll take it because Bjergsen went ham this game on Silas and it was a good time. Mind you, Broken Blade on Aatrox really, really makes me want to go home. And I was already home. In a good or a bad way? I just, oh my God. The next, just, the next three games. Just, what about them? I don't want it. Uh, you gotta. Just, I just... I have uh, to do it. You've got to do it. <laughs> so let's start with game tray. Game three. That is what I said. We get Lyra on Jarvan, which is a friend of ours. He loves that. He says he loves it. <laughs> a very good champion for Lyra, certainly. I think it's the second or third best jungler. His number one being Skarner. And we have the Ezreal, mind you, old Ezreal, I believe, we established before yes, the eight before, yeah. Uh And Ezreal ends up, Ezreal Kench ends up beating the shit out of Lucian Rakan. Which I predicted in Champ Select, I told you to your ears, Lucian Rakan is a bad lane, they're gonna get slapped. And then you were like, how is it a bad lane? And then this game happened. And perhaps now you see how it's a bad lane. Um, I still what? blame top lane, who should have had a much bigger lead and fucking Aatrox into Aurelia. He should have. And then we had Sweet Lyra going 3-0 on Tank Jarvan, filling out the team composition. Kiana finishes boots. He's, he he's building his fourth item and his boots are still brown. Didn't need him. Didn't need him to clap your ass anyway. Uh, DeMonte was not insane this game, but was not useless. Um, kept even in mid lane and got a little bit ahead, I think, in assists and stuff later on when the team was winning. But this was really, to me, like the Cody son and the, the bot lane game, right? Like, they created so much pressure uh, and they played so well in team fights that it really felt like Cody son doing a sort of huge amount of the work early to mid, or Lear doing the work early game, Cody son doing it mid game, and then like a sort of collective team effort late game to not end the game away, which really worked. They did well. Bjergsen had some extremely questionable Silas plays that I do not understand to this day. Has, uh, remember when he took Kiana's ultimate in the fight bot lane and then, and then just, just whiffed it. Nowhere. Fucking hit whiffed. nobody. He steals Kiana ult. Mind you, he could have taken Jarvan ult because Jarvan was right next to Kiana. And Jarvan ult, very good and guaranteed to hit at least one person. It's not guaranteed it's, it, to hit one person, by the way. 
more Garrett more likely to hit one person. I don't know. Silas has this combo with his E that sort of guarantees you hit something with the Keanu ultimate, and he just didn't do it. Yeah. You know what? That's fair. So it's <laughs> the Keanu ultimate whiffs. Uh, Huni goes f like just ape shit on them. Um, a lot of kills. And Cody then they end the game good. I just. Ugh. I don't know. I, 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 looking at it now, the Lucian pick definitely is kind of like, whoa. Can you just fucking pick something else? Yeah, it's not a very good AD carry. Just pick Jinx the for the love of God. On the patch they're on, or the patch we're on, he's a very low, uh, low tier AD carry. There was also a huge difference. I, did, I just noticed this between the jungler vision scores, which is not the reason they won or lost the game, but it's fucking crazy. Uh, it's 55 difference. Oh my God. Yeah, 40 on Spica, 95 on Jarvan. And Jarvan had more than his support. <laughs> How the fuck is that possible? I don't know. But How that's many impressive. Pink wards did he fucking. Oh my god. Yeah, isn't he that crazy? He placed 45 wards. How do you place 45 wards and be. What? Does that count Scuttles? I don't know. Because it only has 11 for Spica. So that's I don't think so. Absolutely insane. How many? He only purges 16 control wards. So that means 29 of those, I think. Are yellow wards? Are yellow? How the hell do you get 29 yellow wards? I mean, that's just all cooldown, baby. That's just ward, 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 how ward. How the fuck? We don't know when he transitioned to Sweeper, though. I. That's actually fucking crazy, that by the way. That sounds broken. That sounds impossible. I'm like, literally pulling up the VOD because I don't know what That legitimately sounds impossible to me. Well, you're not a fucking LCS jungler who's playing crazy. Right, but how do you place 45 wards? I don't know, I'm also not an LCS jungler who goes ape shit. I mean, I'm sorry, 29 wards. Like, it, that has to count Scuttle Crabs, and that has to, like... I don't know. Was this game three or four? Uh, three. That that has what to be counting skull crabs, because like there's no fucking way, no fucking way. How long was this game in total? The game was 35, 30, 30 minutes. Thirty minutes. That sounds wrong. That's in that that means he put down more than one word a minute, and that's not possible. Like, straight up, that is well, You know what makes possible. it even less possible? What? Uh, he started the game with a sweeper. How the fuck? How? He never had a yellow ward. How is... How is that a thing? How does he have 45 wards placed? 29 That's probably a broken stat, or it counts scuttles. It has to count Scuttles as some broken-ass number, and he had to get all of them. I'm like, pretty sure you Because Spica has 11 wards placed. And Spica started with the yellow ward. Oh, wait. This might count using... This might count using Red Trinket. It might. That might... That, well, but then why does Tom Kench only have 53? That that He's doesn't make sense. Fifty three plates. I f I feel like I'm gonna go back and actually try to calculate this number myself. Well, Godspeed. I'm not gonna do that. Um. <laughs> I feel like I need to go back there and find how many wards he actually plays because the twenty nine yellow wards is literally impossible. He didn't have a yellow trinket at any point in the game. Okay. Back he to started the, with the back to the series and us us being confused game about statistics. Four. Game four, he once again has the highest vision score in the game, by the way. 136 to 38 on Spica. He almost flame horizoned the enemy jungler's vision score. Now, Anthony and I, well, by that, I mean I looked this up during the series. Jesus, that's actually insane, that vision score. Anyway, Lyra's best jungler, KDA-wise, win percentage-wise, basically everything, is Skarner. And hither to now in the series, Skarner had been picked or banned against them. This game, he gets Skarner, and he shows why he's so good at it. 
absolutely slaps around speak in the jungle, has huge presence, helps his team get ahead. We're in there for another clutch win. This game was a lot less fucking crazy. Although, Anthony, please look at this. I, I really want you to look at this fucking mission scores now. That's fucking insane. I don't. That's just wrong. That is just wrong. That he is, had a no. He definitely had 136. Like in the is the vod showing that number? I don't have the vod up, but but the screenshot from the end of the vod that I'm looking at is. first unique. I just. What the fuck is that number? I think it's literally like no speak against no. He's got scuttles. 17 at 14 minutes. How? Wait, because, listen, that's not that crazy, to be honest, because what happens in pro games is everyone is warding, so if you start the game with the red trinket as a jungler, you're going to find a lot of wards. And if you are getting scuttlecrabs and you're finding wards with the scryer's bloom, all of those things are real. And you're placing pink wards and finding wards with pink wards. Like, that really fucking he has fifty. He has 56 at the end of the game. That number's straight wrong. Oh, thank God. These numbers are broken. That makes me feel a lot better. No, these numbers are broken and they're just straight wrong. Okay. But good to know. <laughs> no, the 131's not. No, wait. He has, I'm sorry, no. He doesn't have uh, Speaker. Wait. Speaker is playing Scarlet. I literally have oh, the this bottom. Is game, this, is, no, no, this is game five. This is my problem. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at game four where at the end of the VOD, he legitimately has 136 vision score. How? In a 35-minute fucking game. This is... I need... I, okay. I need to go back and figure out how no, the you know fuck that crazy? vision score is so No, high. you know what's absolutely fucking insane is that he... I see a TSM scuttle. I don't understand how this is going either because at, this, at 14 minutes on the nose... Speaker has gotten a scuttle crab at least one. Speaker has eight vision score with a red trinket, and Skarner has thirty-eight. 38. He's got thirty-eight. Of, what the hell? There's He's got to be finding there's, so many wards. No, with, there's a bug. There's got to be a bug that's giving him such a high score. It's that, or it's like Scryer's Bloom and clearing pink wards from lanes. They might literally be donating, like telling him to kill every ward in every lane. Which makes sense for a jungler. Like he, yeah, that that, that would have to be the that would we have I, to go back. Okay, I'm gonna, next time I'm we gonna do this do, show, gonna... next time we do this show, we're gonna come back to this, but we have to move on because we're gonna get consumed and die. Oh so my we're gonna god! Come to the final game. The series is tied two two. The meme is about to write itself in the history. Kogma <sighs> is selected into Kaisa. By the way. I don't actually remember how that bot lane goes. I never see Cogmos. Um, so, so I'm looking at this this big pan, and I'm just like, all right, what do we got left to pick? All right, we have what? What? What did we have left? Was it AD carry and support? Was I don't the, remember. Or was it no? It was top lane and support. That's what I'm was a left to pick. TSM fan. That's what was left to pick. So I'm just sitting here thinking, okay, um, we need to pick support Nautilus. And we need to pick something. Not top which, lane. by the way, I think on this patch is like a top five support <laughs> in the game. And we needed to pick something top lane that will also be able to dive like that. And I couldn't come up with a top lane pick by the time uh, Champ Select ended. But I'm just, I'm, I'm just thinking about it now, and I'm just like, well, uh, Kled's the answer. Kled's the only answer. That's the only thing you can do in this game is pick Kled and hope you can hit the back line. And then you also have Nautilus following up. So it's just like, you have no way to get to him, and the only people who can get to him are Quirky and Kaisa, but they're, like, on timers. And then you also have Skarner, who should be able to get to him, but didn't, and chose not to, with Flash Up, and all of his actives on, and just didn't go get him. And that... It, that tilted the fuck out of me. There, it was this one fight right in front of Dragon, and I'm like, this is it. You speaker, it's all on you. You have to get Kogma or the game's over. And then he runs the other way. And I'm just... Uh. And then you cry every time. This was a game where you already picked three champions, and your last two champions needed to counter Kogma, and you couldn't pick Vi Jungle. It's like, I just, it's just, 
They picked nothing for Kog'Maw. They picked nothing for Kog'Maw after they after they showed him. And let me give you, I want to key, as an AD carry player, I want to key you into a little bit of a secret here. There's a lot of shit for Kog'Maw. Yeah, yeah. There's like a lot. You can pick Nautilus, and that, that, that champion's only like You can pick almost anything, because Kog'Maw's real easy to kill. Like, I don't see why they banned Rakan over Nautilus. Like, God. I guess he's got a little bit more safety on the engage on Kog'Maw, but like Nautilus has a click on ability that will basically guarantee he has to leave the fight or burn the the uh, whatever the chomp from Tom Kench. So it's like, why are we picking Braum? I don't get it. What is Braum going to do? Ult? Like, no one, I have never given a shit about Bromolt in my life. Not once. The only thing I care uh, about Brom is his passive. Hard for to do shit in oh, I have to kill the support before anyone else. Oops. Fucking. I just, I don't fucking, it's just so dumb. It's not like they pick Zaya and Brom counters Zaya. They pick Kog'Maw. And you didn't pick anything to kill Kog'Maw. You didn't pick Bard. You didn't pick Nautilus. You didn't pick fucking Zyra. You just, you, no, you, you, you picked fucking uh, Brom. Because that's how you round out this comp. Brom. Oh, I'm so mad they didn't get punished for picking that and TSM just let them walk all over them. And the game was really close too. It was a pretty close game until TSM decided they didn't want to play the game anymore and Speaker ran away. Fucking Braum You're very bitter about that, huh? Fucking Braum support. God fuck. How I wanna ask you this, and it's gonna sound like flame, but I mean it earnestly. <laughs> In <laughs> Listen, in the wake of the things that have occurred, how do you, as a TSM fan, now feel about the decision to go with Speaker? Um, do you think... I don't think we would have done better with anyone else. Okay, that's what I want to know. So tell me more Canadian. about this. Tell me more about why you feel that, why you think that it's acceptable, why it's not, like, exclusively Speaker's fault. <laughs> well... Because of, like, why, like, the regardless of the actual reason why we weren't speaker, something was going on. Like, you don't just make these kinds of decisions when nothing happens and you're doing fine. So, something happened and they thought that they were going to either continue to deteriorate or not get any better than they were at that moment. So, they decided to make a change regardless of the outcome because, it, it, like, doing worse than where we are now isn't any better than doing the same because they, mm -hmm. where they were was basically sixth place. Like that was basically where they were going to finish. They got up to fourth, but they were basically going to finish fifth or sixth place if they stayed where, exactly where they were. So, mm -hmm. uh, when they brought in speaker, I like from my position, I could definitely tell that they thought they were too stuck and they were just trying something. And I don't think whatever Acadian happened in his personal life, whatever Acadian's issues were with Zven, they would have either like straight up made this team a worse team for it, for like continuing to go with it and having to spend time fixing that problem instead of simply just removing it from the equation entirely or mm -hmm. or bringing in Grig, which I'm a little surprised that they didn't do or try. But I I don't know like for playoffs I get it because he was playing top lane in the academy league. But for Gauntlet, I'm pretty sure you're allowed a roster change, and I don't really see why you wouldn't at least give it a week to try out uh Grig again because Grig seemed to be Grig had I think does Grig actually have an undefeated win rate in the LCS this split? I don't remember if if not for the first like four or five weeks. He had an undefeated win rate in the LCS. And I'm just like, the dude's winning games. Play this dude every game. I don't know what the fuck you people are on about running Acadian. And then mm -hmm. the rivals happen, and I'm like, okay, fine. It looks like Acadian might have more, might actually be the better option because it looked like Grig wasn't able to. Acadian did look like the better option immediately after Rift Rivals. We both agreed on that. So, yeah, I, I think they probably should have given Grig another shot, but I'm not, I, I don't think it would have. Made I, I don't think it it puts the rubber stamp on us going to Worlds any more than this has. And this looks like we were one one game away from actually going to Worlds and getting stuck in play-ins. 
And if we, yeah. look, honestly, I'd rather lose here than lose in play-ins. This isn't a, this this isn't this isn't as bad. This is not as bad. Although it is two years in a row you guys don't make worlds, which is actually shocking to me. It's not shocking to me. I called this shit. <laughs> no, no, I was the first one to say, Reggie, this is a stupid decision. It's going to bite you in the ass. I still think we should be able to win to on To his paper. face or like? I'd have said that to his face. I'll, you I'll would say, have, I'll, but did you? I'll say did it to his face like, right now. Right I'll be like, fuck you for ruining the best team in the North America with this stupid-ass fucking roster move. That made no goddamn sense. What are you talking about? Oh my god. I uh, don't remember him, Reggie, making any decisions about Team Liquid. I'm confused. Uh, I just... Just... Oh. Either way, <sighs> yeah, I, I just think that TSM is your, are better off losing now than losing in play-ins. You know, just, that's fair. Just because I'd rather not lose to CB lol. Should we move on to the next topic? Uh, uh, yeah, I guess so. Alright, hook me in. Hook me up. What's happening? Alright! Gauntlet slash championship points improvements slash changes. Now, I will preface this by saying there are rumors floating around now that there's a lot of format changes coming to the entire league next uh, year. So, uh, something is probably going to happen different, but this is just mostly us talking about if we have any problems with how the championship points are, which I kind of do, because I don't think somebody should get a free pass to go to Worlds as the second seed with points alone. Uh, especially you mean like C9. Uh, no, not like C9 did because I'm pretty sure C9 would have got second seed regardless of who they had to play to get there. But C9 is the one who got to do it this year. But last year, a hundred thieves basically stole TSM slot because of that, and I'm just like, I thought Reggie stole the slot. Shut up. Uh, I'm I'm just sitting here like TSM is our third best team, and a uh, hundred thieves are fighting for to be are fighting to be the fourth best team right now. And I find that to be fucking abhorrent that they got to go after what they did to Medios and uh, Cody's son. And now Cody's son's going to Worlds again, and I'm just sitting here like, yep, that sounds about right. <laughs> so, it's like, I, I don't want things like, uh, like 100 Thieves and uh, CLG from 2016 or 2017 to happen. I forget which year exactly, but TSM won winning brought them through after they looked like the fifth best or sixth best team, and they mm -hmm. were just going in off of their, uh, I think, I, look, look, they fit, I'm pretty sure it's the year they won the title in, um, in spring, and, I, like, sure, their year average. But spring and summer, you know, spring yeah, and summer are not the same thing. Their, yes, their year average was, uh, second place. But that shouldn't mean they get to go to Worlds without having to play for that second place spot against the pe the person that finished above them in summer. Like, mm -hmm. two people finished above them in summer, and I think it was Immortals who got chipped out of a world spot because of this. And Immortals was looking much better than CLG at the time, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. So, I'm, I'm saying... I think EU is actually doing this, but I'm pretty sure that they're... Second seed is guaranteed worlds, but they're playing for uh, the second or third spot. I'm thinking uh, you need to make a sort of double elimination tournament, like prom like the promotion tournament, where you have to. What do you mean, like the promotion tournament? Like you remember the old relegation tournaments, promotion tournament, mm -hmm. uh, where they would basically take the eighth and ninth or eighth or ninth and tenth place team and play them like, up against the first and second place team from Challenger. And the, the ninth place got to choose which one they wanted. And then they'd play. And whoever wins two best of fives gets to promote gets promoted. So uh, if you win, if you win the first the first round, you go to play for the slot. And then you lose that one. You go to play like the super grand finals to play for the second slot after the two losers played again. So... Mm -hmm. I would rather a system like that off of the points than the the gauntlet system we have now where everyone like it, look we have one person who automatically makes it and then one person who hasn't had to play who gets to play one best of five it, you could have been first place in 
summer, or I'm sorry, you could have been first place in the spring, finished, I think you actually had to finish seventh for, to get uh, points. I think if you finish below seventh, you don't get points. No, no, because uh, FlyQuest got in. I think that's gone now, actually, because they got rid of relegations, but then summer comes, you could be tenth and still get fir the first buy because everyone else above you didn't have enough points to pass you. And you only had to win one best of five in summer to go to Worlds as the third seed. And I don't, I just don't like that because yes, it's a best of five, but you can fluke a win in a best of five. Like it, oh, that, yeah, that happens. Sometimes the enemy team. We saw it a few times this this year. Like, uh, it's, it's sometimes you get to play A and X. Just I don't know. I I would rather something like that. And this this hacked and this hectic bullshit that happened this year. Did you know about this? Where, no, um, tell me about it. Uh, they had the rule book published about what the playoffs points were, and third and fourth place were gonna get the same playoffs the playoff points, but they were also gonna play a game. So because they put in the third fourth place match because they didn't have one in spring. Uh, but not having one in spring meant that it was very possible for a team that finished ahead of Cloud9 to take their spot uh, and go to Worlds, and they really wanted to try to fix that. So they, like, changed the, the point system two times in between, like, it, a week before the, uh, oh, sorry, the playoffs started. That's not great. Yeah, that was really confusing to me. Because I'm sitting here like, hang on. There's no third, fourth place match. Or there is a third, fourth, third, fourth place match. Are they going to split points this time? And how is that different? Because last time they split the points from the thing. And then I'm like, hang on, there's like five holes here. And then they basically just ruined the whole point system even more than it already was. And I'm just... Ugh. I don't know. I, 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 if, if they ever have to change the point system... A week before the tournament of the point system starts, that that's, th that's just the worst thing. I think this is probably going to change with the whole redesign, and they're going to come out with the year plan and stick to it. But either, I either hope so. way, either way, I just this is the dumbest shit. Why would you be changing these rules a week ahead of time? It's it, you knew it was coming in June. How did you not know what was going on? Like, come on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how do you want the gauntlet to be sussed out? How do you want our second and third seats to be decided upon? I'm just gonna help you and ask you that. Um, That's what the fucking topic is! I know. I don't know. This is You know this about me. This is not the kind of thing that I excel at. Thinking about tournament structures? Yeah. <laughs> it's just not who I am. Uh, I would rather die than think about this. I think everything you said makes sense. I do think, obviously, it's extraordinarily bad to switch so quickly. And by quickly, I mean, like, so close to the thing mattering. I do think it's weird that FlyQuest, a team that ended so low, gets to even be in contention well, just because of their spring performance. I, I don't think it's that weird. But at the same, like, I I guess Optic would have had a better shot, but I don't think Optic wins anyways. That spot's I like know, but it's just, like, odd to me to see a team that's, like, in the middle of, like, a summer collapse get even get a, a chance. Well, well it, with my idea, you know. would end up I cutting out understand. that FlyQuest line, and you'd have Clutch Gaming that's... up, so. I just want to qualify this, that I literally don't even understand how the current system works, so. I mean, you, get, um... you get points based on where you finish, that's basically it. The real problem is how the math works out, which is stupidly stupid. Oh my! It's just, it's just that there's a lot of possibility. There was a lot of possibilities for ties, and they were trying to change the point system to fix that. And it's just, it didn't make it any better, and it makes made it more convoluted and annoying. I see. I'm re I'm real bitter about this. <laughs> I know. So, so, like, you just, you, you just don't, you just want to pull names out of the hat. You don't really care how. We no, I don't have things. a solution to this. Like <laughs> I said, because I don't understand. I'm not good at these things. I'm just saying. Yeah, I really have nothing intelligent to add here. I'm not gonna lie to you. All right. Like, all right. All right. All right. Let's move, let's move <laughs> on then. 
I think straight up, I think I've literally been thinking about this for hours, and I'm like, I. <laughs> you gotta whip out the whiteboard and get to drawing. I got one, dude. I got one like three feet to my left. left. Gotta get to drawing. This is what I did at the time when no, I ran dude, the club. It's got other stuff on it. I can't erase right now. <laughs> we'll just sit there and think about tournaments. All right, all right. We got a little bit of a world's preview here. So, uh. We're gonna start. What 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 champions do you think that they're that are going to or should be played at Worlds? What patch are they gonna be on? Uh, nineteen. And more on. Pantheon's probably gonna be pick ban. I don't think he's gonna be pick ban. I think he's just gonna be. I think someone's gonna play him. I don't think he's gonna be pick ban. I think okay, that's fair. They get a lot of time to practice for Worlds. I think that they're definitely gonna. I I think someone will play him. I think Yumi will probably still be pick ban unless a massive fucking nerf comes. Um, I think Yumi I, has changes listed by 19. Sure, but how big are, are they going to be enough to stop the fact that she can't die? Um, <laughs> but I don't know. So I'm thinking Yumi, I'm thinking Aatrox probably has priorities, I has priority. We might see a Jinx game in there for someone. What about um, uh, Garrett? What are they doing to that horrible creature? Uh, nothing. The Fnatic are playing Garen Yumi bot. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Well, you know, Fnatic does what Fnatic wants, I guess. I'm... I don't, I don't really know, like... It's, it's always gonna be... It's always hard to predict who's going to come up. Because, it, like, the meta always changes, like... So, like, sometimes around the second week or quarterfinals, there's always a shift in the meta on, on one of those times. And I'm not talking second week of groups, not second week overall. Yeah. Because play-ins is always a shit show and doesn't really affect the meta at all because you have Correct. the international leagues playing whatever weird shit they pull out, which is where I'm expecting to see a lot of random-ass picks. I'm honestly expecting to see Pantheon in there. Probably jungle, if I had to guess, because people like to make me hurt on the inside. Uh, I'm, honestly, I'm honestly wondering why people are sleeping on Vi. Because I feel like Vi... I agree. She's, I think she's a sleeper pick for real. And and she has a basically free ticket to the back line. I guess against, like, Ezreal and uh, Kai'Sa, it's, a, it's really I don't think hard. Ezreal's going to have high priority on 19. Yeah, I guess his priority is probably going to go down with the AP. The, with the AP nerf and the fact that he's just generally kind of weak. But, but, um, but Vi, Vi in general, to me, just feels like her only real counter is Tom Kench. And it's like, and even then, it's like you know, if if Vi blows the Tom Kench munch, then you can still just send yeah, everyone now, else. Now, now Vi is right next to the eighty carry. Tom Kench has blown his munch, and, and then you even you probably, if them. you pick Vi, you probably pick another dive champion. Yeah, you, you have a lot more dive. Going in, like maybe Kaisa jumps into the back line after the fact. So yeah, I just, I I feel like. There aren't going to be a lot of changes. I for, I think they were going to change to nerf Azir and Corky, so that will probably open up mid lane a little bit. So it's it's always hard to be like to once they knock down these big targets to be like they're going to pick any of these fourteen different champions. I I could just start listing I also champions. Think that some and I might champions be are just going to have sleeper picks, right? Like I expect G two to bust out shit that I have no ability to predict. Mostly because expect- they'll do that regardless of if it's good or not. Yeah, so like I, there are some things that I know are like I'm. There are things that are gonna happen that we just can't predict. But I, I think Leona's gonna pop, come up. I we've been seeing a bit, a little bit more of it, and I think she might become a more priority pick because she does good into a lot of things. She's good into, um, what's his name, Arkan. She's good into, I guess, kind of Alistar, but no, nah, no, not really Alistar. But I, I, I'd imagine she does okay into Pike, but. I get she is counterable by a lot of things. Like Thresh is a very easy counter. If they pick Leona, you're like Thresh, you can't walk at me. Otherwise, you do nothing. Yeah. But I feel like that's the main re- thing keeping her off is her couple of counters. But if you can pick her either last pick or after they pick their support already, I get, I I think it's a it's a viable pick. But other than that, I don't see many supports rising up. And AD carries, I. Guess that meta is locked unless they do something crazy. I think they're nerfing Kaisa, and I think they're nerfing sure, Zaya too. Sure, but like too. that'll that'll affect a little bit. But like, okay, cool. Zaya Jinx. Like, I, I think still... I think they're nerfing Zaya too. But I think 
Ash is probably going to rise in priority because I think she always does around worlds. Because she's insanely good. Yeah, her global, yeah, her global power is really good. And I don't like I don't know how the bot lane meta might change off of random shit G2 pulls out. Probably fair to be honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't think of it. I, I can't think of anything else strange that I think is gonna come out. Everything, everything else just seems kind of normal. I guess Zach. Zach was the other champion I thought should be getting more play, but that's just probably me. It is. So, uh, where, where do you think we're gonna end up? Or, sorry, are there any matchups you're looking forward to? Um, let me pull up who's going to Worlds real quick. So. So far, we have Fun Plus Phoenix, Royal Never Give Up, Invictus Gaming, SKT, Griffin, G2 Esports, uh, Team Liquid, Cloud9, J-Team, AHQ, Damn One Gaming, Fnatic, Clutch Gaming, Hong Kong Attitude, Flamengo Esports, Icarus Gaming, Mammoth, and Royal Youth are all locked. That's not all the teams. There's a few. There's a bunch of spots left, but those are all the teams that are locked to be at Worlds in some capacity right now. Fnatic could okay. go to group stage, depending on the regional final for LEC. But what I'm looking forward to is probably Team Liquid versus IG. That'll be a good game because TL. I had this meme about them where TL broke IG. I remember that. That was a... T TL beats them in a best of five and they go back and shit the bed at LPL. And oh my god. Was that funny. Just I'm excited for any NA team to play against SKT or IG. Sorry, TLers. No, I honestly do want to see like CG against one of those teams because I think it'd be funny as fuck. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be extremely fucking funny. So, I don't know. Like, to be honest, like, any top team in top region, I'm excited for that matchup, no matter what our teams are, because I think it's either going to be competitive and fun to watch, uh, or we'll get a good meme out of it if we get slapped, or we'll get a good meme out of it if a top team plays Clutch. Um, because, duh. I, I want Clutch to win it all. Dude, me too. I, you have no idea how badly I want that. So so imagine imagine this group. You have Team Liquid, Invictus Gaming, Griffin, Jesus Christ, and Fnatic. That would be a very good group to watch. That would be that would be crazy. That would be insane. We could also have G2, Cloud9, uh then IG, uh RNG or Griffin. <laughs> Oh my god, a Korean team has to play in the plans. That's funny. Uh, like, that, that, I, th I think that would be pretty good. I, I would enjoy that a lot. Would you? Would you enjoy that a lot? I would, dude. I love groups of death, especially when TSM are not in them. Me too. Those are the best time. <laughs> You're just saying that because Cloud9 got to a semifinal off of their group of death. I know, I like it because I legitimately like watching top competitive teams play in an environment where there's so much on the line right because they're really trying they're giving it their all hopefully hypothetically and for me seeing top teams from around the world compete like that is extremely exciting especially because i don't really keep up with international league of legends uh, typically and so this is like the one or two times a year like this in msi where i get to see like really serious international competition the only time i see a lot of these teams uh, and so for me, it's really, really exciting to see what the other regions are up to, what they've been cooking up in the meta kitchen, what they're pulling out when it really, really matters, you know? So I'm excited about that. Where do you think we're going to finish? Where do you think we're going to end? Uh, Clutch memes aside. I I don't know. It's really... like the, uh, This is probably the hardest question to answer about the uh, about Worlds is like... Hey, try and call how exactly everyone's gonna play out and oh it's impossible we're doing a it's a fool's errand <laughs> i i think that team liquid have a chance to make it out of groups as they always do um but i i don't i don't know i feel i'm in a pit of despair after tsm has just not made it after all of the optimism i've had and honestly 
like our teams haven't looked that i don't i, don't, I guess sturdy to me no They've but is any team no but, i'm really asking because i don't pay attention like none of the other regions seem to have their teams looking like as like self figured out if you get what i'm saying as anyone else but i just I don't know, I, I, I seem, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't mean I directly see major holes, I just, I feel like TL isn't in that same pristine form that I felt uh, 2016 and 2017 TSM were when they were going to Worlds. Like, they were going to Worlds and I'm like, these people are about to go to the final and start smashing people around, like, like, like that's what I walked into that expecting, because they had just been dominating everything they touched forever, short of MSI. Mm -hmm. And, and... And then TL come in, and I'm just like, I don't see you dominating NA like you were, like TSM were. So how can I see you dominating worlds like I thought TSM were going to? And I, and yeah. I'm, I'm, I guess like looking at how those that expectation and the result happened, this inverse seems to be equally plausible. Yeah. It's just that I, I just don't like putting my 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 faith behind something that my brain is like the math doesn't add up moron don't do it that's fair i think we i have like a 60 percent chance we get to semis <laughs> maybe <laughs> 70 yeah, uh, i think it's possible close. um i like to think yeah. that is do i think there are 14 there like everyone but four teams we will be better than and i honestly just can't say that i think anyone in na will be better than all of the other like the top two from every other major region like i just i just can't with good conscience say that that's fair i feel like i'm just jaded i think we all are <laughs> you more than most maybe but i think we all are uh, but yeah that 60 percent chance of semis sounds uh Sounds about fine. It sounds good to me. I mean, not good, but it sounds right, which is why I said it. I had one more question I wanted to ask, but I've lost it. What is it? I don't remember. I've lost it. Matchup. Where are we? Where are we going to finish? Oh, oh! Uh, it was just that. Oh, it was the TCL team that Broken Blade used to play for. Royal Youth actually made it this year to Worlds. Oh, dude! I can't wait to see. Oh, he's not in Worlds. I was about to say I can't wait to see that revenge matchup, but it wouldn't it really can't be happen. a revenge matchup. But yeah, it would just be funny. But it can't happen. Imagine if they get fucking deeper than TSM ever got. Um, I will die laughing. Though that's actually kind of hard for them to do because they have to make quarters. Yes. But if only, dude. If only. Um, I, uh, Clutch has to win. That's it. Clutch, win worlds for me so that you get skins that are defunct by the time they come out. <laughs> dude, yeah, I want to see the fucking. We're literally right down the middle, Dignitas. I, I, I honestly, I'm just sitting here wondering will Riot be like, okay, oh, I, this is kind of a twofold thing. Are we just going to make Dignitas skins instead of Clutch Gaming skins because Clutch Gaming is now Dignitas, or do we just make it Clutch Gaming because that's just who won? Also, well, are, are we going to let them the... rebrand right now to Dignitas for Worlds? Because I could see that possibly happening. My I feel like it's not that crazy to do the Dig skin if Clutch wins, if only because it takes them 3 million years to get the skins out. Yeah, by the time they start on them in January, they probably, like, it won't even matter. They're not going to start on them, but by the time they get into, the, like, the full... But I would things, also, I would also completely understand if they were like, no, the team that gets the skin is the team that wins, not the team that exists when we start making... Look, look, a while ago, they were still, like, debating whether or not they should bother asking the players what skins they wanted and having them personalize them. Like they should do that. They do. They do that now. Yes, they they do do that. I now. know, but after the twenty sixteen debacle, <laughs> which one was that? SKT. Yeah, it was SKT skins. The the one with Rise in it. That series. That was a whole fucking shit show. And they're like, but 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 they're just skins. They they don't need to be that amazing. I'm like this is the skin for the champion of your fucking esport. That is the whole goddamn point of your game now. Why are you skimping on this shit? And now they yeah. cost thirteen fifty, and people bitched about how expensive they are. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, we'll uh, see. 
Let's go clutch. So, uh, I want clutch to win. <laughs> you want to take us on home, bud? I want to take. I, I, I right after I took the uh, world champion to five games. Just saying. All right. That'll do it for this week. You're gonna give me a fucking in here, dude. You're gonna give me an all-star. I'm gonna get an all-star. Like, I'm gonna get one doing this stupid show. Next time we figure out when to come on, which is probably gonna be a strange time because Worlds is on a different schedule and we can't do it on Mondays, otherwise it's like in the middle of a event. In the middle of Worlds. It's in the middle of the Worlds weekend. Uh, That's just a weird time to do it. So that 7 a.m. broadcast, fella. It's in the EU. It's not gonna be that bad. Either way. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for uh, watching. We'll come back. Good... We'll come back live on my Twitch. Twitch TV. Hopefully, Easy Two K Eleven. It's it's not in uh, in uh, like Vietnam this year, so it's fine. It's true. All right, have a nice day.